This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, and I am thrilled to bring you episode number 136. Today, we're talking about uh, just a critical component of business, and that is called visibility. This whole month, we have gone through a few interviews and also just explaining what visibility looks like as you're building a business similar to ours. And so this episode today is all about why visibility looks different for service providers versus anything else. So visibility is the practice, maybe some would consider it an art, of getting eyes on your brand, your service, or your product. And it's the preamble to marketing. This is the way I describe it. But visibility brings the eyes to you or the people to you. And then marketing deepens the relationship and gets them closer to the cell, potentially into the cell. So lots of us talk about funnels and visibility would be at the very top. And as you deepen it, you get more into the marketing tactics and the principles that we're always actively learning and are always changing as well. So visibility brings people to you and then marketing deepens the relationship so that you can get them closer to the cell. But those two things, marketing and visibility, they work in tandem. So they're always side partners to one another. The practice of visibility is one that every single business owner shares, regardless of the type of business that you have. But visibility as a service provider is going to look a little bit different. First of all, most service providers don't need or they don't want dozens of clients at one time. Because of this, we can adjust the amount of visibility and the type of visibility that we're going to choose to establish our business. What this means is that the volume of eyes on you or your brand is a whole lot less than someone who is needing a lot of sales and transactions, kind of like something like an e-commerce brand or even someone with a really low digital price to offer or a product. So you don't need a ton of people, right? Let's say you're serving three or four clients at a time. There's no need to cast a net that is going to bring in just thousands of leads. That's not what you're going to be able to scale on the backside. Because you're selling a service, your delivery is of utmost importance. Never forget that. The delivery is of utmost importance. And as a service provider, that delivery has the power to be the differentiator in selecting you rather than selecting another person, a competitor, etc. All this means is that you want to consider visibility mechanisms that allow the viewer to get to know you, right? We want them to know you as a person. One way to do this is to share your story. Something I'm super passionate about is your values. So highlighting client results would be another phenomenal way to demonstrate your type of delivery, the type of impact that you're making. So when you're coming up with a visibility plan, I want you to think about your audience. Where do they hang out? That's going to help you understand where you should be spending time at to get in front of them. 
There's no reason to become really visible or have a visibility strategy that incorporates webinar trainings if your avatar or your audience doesn't attend them or doesn't find them valuable. I want you to make a list of ways and places that you think your market would find you, right? So where are they in their natural and their everyday life? Where are they? What do they do? What kind of practices do they do? Where do they spend their time learning? And I want you to make a list of those things. Then I want you to prioritize them in the order of ease for you to implement. So don't don't forget that. Don't jump ahead. Don't make the project more comprehensive. I want you to start with the basics. Where are places and ways that you want to be visible? And then I want you to prioritize them starting with the order of ease. So something that you could implement as fast as possible. As operators, we can get so bogged down. I'm raising my hand over here telling you like I do this all the time where I can create an elaborate project plan. And we could easily do this with something like visibility because there are so many different tentacles and facets and phases that can go into this. But I want you to keep it simple and resist the urge for perfection, okay? So visibility is a constant in your business. And I encourage you to consider something that I call a layering effect. Implement one method and work it to the point that you can batch it, that you can get ahead of it. Once the previous one is stable, then you can bring in another one. Sometimes many of these things that we will use and utilize in the visibility space can be something that we put into practice and we can automate it. Or we can, like I said, we could batch, we could get far ahead so that bringing something else in doesn't necessarily mean that you're taking away from another important part of your business. But that's what I call the layering effect. And it's helpful if I could encourage you to take like one or two days a month from your business week and work specifically on this visibility. So maybe that goes into batching some reels, or maybe that goes into batching a podcast recording, or maybe that goes into social media planning, or maybe it goes into outreaching to be a podcast guest. Whatever that's going to look like for you, just make sure I find it most helpful when we dedicate a specific day to this, instead of trying to pepper it throughout our schedule or try to fill in, you know, the little bitty pieces that you have in your schedule to do activities like that. When we function like that, it makes it very, very difficult to actually close the loop on visibility. And visibility is so powerful. It's so important. We have got to have visibility even as a service provider. Just as we've titled this episode, it is different for you because we don't need the volume that many of the people that we may be following or brands that we may be following We don't need the volume. We also don't need it to be the same kind of visibility. So just wanting to be fully transparent with you guys, like always, the ways that I was visible when I was targeting five and six figure business owners were blogging. So a regular upkept blog that was generating lots of SEO. Okay, so the end result was When somebody would do a search, you know, my name wasn't recognizable, but my content that I was putting out did become recognizable and it had the SEO behind it. When people went to search, I popped up at least on the front page. So blogging was definitely a big part of my visibility in my earlier days of business, as well as 
having a social media presence specifically. Now, remember, when I say social media, today we have like six or seven different channels. And those are the ones that I know of. And I know that there are others that I don't utilize and are not a part of my sphere. But in those early days, the two channels that I went deep in, not at the same time, I layered these, but those two were specifically Facebook and Pinterest. I did as much as I could on Facebook, got you know ahead of creating graphics and a content schedule, pillars of content, those types of things. And then once that became stable and I could outsource a portion of it, then I added in Pinterest. And Pinterest is something that we still utilize today. Another thing that I was doing when I was targeting five and six figure business owners are short video trainings that were on my business Facebook page. The reason that I use all of these that I just talked about today, so blogging, social media presence on Facebook and Pinterest, I almost said Pinstagram <laughs> and Pinterest and also short video trainings is because that's where my five and six figure business owner lived. When I showed up on those things, I was talking about client results. So think about like case studies, testimonials, you know, any intellectual property that you are bringing for me strategic mapping. I didn't call it strategic mapping seven years ago. It was one of those things that just naturally came to me that I was delivering that was having a lot of impact for businesses, but I didn't see it for what other people were seeing it. And I didn't have that as a part of my strategy originally. Once I understood that that was intellectual property, I started to build content plans around that. So just so you guys know, again, case studies, testimonials. You want them to get to know you, the difference you make inside of a business. And that's going to be really important because you're a service provider. And as my business has grown, I started shifting from five and six figure businesses to a seven figure business. And it really had less to do with the figures in the business and more to do with the types of teams and structures that they were setting up. I felt like I was most effective when I had a group of people that were helping to execute the work. So naturally, it led me to seven figure businesses. And when I shifted, when I could feel and see myself shifting into that next market, my visibility plans changed as well. At that point in my business, I leveraged networking events, podcasts, both hosting as well as guesting, and also speaking. So I would speak as much as I could. And the reality is every and you can network at any level. I'm not here to tell you that networking is a is there's a there's a good or a bad time. But if I wanted to get in front of seven figure business owners, they weren't spending a lot of time on Facebook. They weren't spending a lot of time on Pinterest. So I wanted to make sure that I got in front of them. How did I get in front of them to begin to be noticed? I had to spend physical time. This is now pre COVID, right? But I was spending physical time getting to know people, and then I became referable. I would say that all of us, regardless if you're looking for five, six, seven, 12, 15 figure businesses, that becoming referable as a service provider is one of the greatest, greatest gifts that you're going to have. It starts at visibility, but it really comes through that relationship that you bring that is built off of delivering with excellence. So visibility is going to change. The one constant that should not change is the way that you deliver for your people. 
Alrighty, now for the fun stuff. As we wrap up this episode, you guys know it's super important to me that you guys take action with the information that we're sharing every single week. Today's ops activity, the action that you should take after listening to this episode is to generate a list of places that your audience, the audience that you're looking to work with right now, not in two years from now, but right now, where do they live? Where do they hang out? What kind of things where kind of places and things can you do to get in front of them? This is a time in your business and with this particular part of your business where you should not copy and paste anybody else's business, anybody else's teachings. I want you to think about you, who your particular avatar is, who it is that you want to work with, who you are successfully working with today. And if you have access to the people that you want to be working with and you don't know how to answer this question, I implore you to get on the phone with them, proverbial phone. (laughs) Maybe it's a Zoom, maybe it's a survey. Ask them, where do they hang out? What do they do? How do they find brands that they wanna work with? Maybe it's a list of questions, but I want you to do that. With this week, make that your focus. Define the places where your audience is hanging out and how do they interact with brands? How do they get their eyes on brands? Those are the two questions I want you to ask. And if you'll bring those back into our private Facebook community, we'll create an incubator where we can see and learn from other people as well. If you wanna be a part of that ongoing conversation, join us at theopsinsiders.com. Again, that's our private Facebook page and it's where we continue the conversation every single week. Alrighty, friends head on over to theopsinsiders.com. We look forward to seeing you guys and we will be back next week to wrap up our sessions on visibility as a service provider. Thanks for hanging out and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.